0: I'm Cheryl Gould, and I am so glad that you're here. Hi, friend. Welcome to the show today. And I'm so grateful to be here with you. And my special guest today is DePauli Vias, and she is the founder and CEO of Fearless Plus. And Fearless Plus, if you are not familiar with it, is a digital platform that Dipali describes as LinkedIn meets TikTok meets Masterclass. And I wish, as I was talking to her, that my kids would have had something like this when they were in middle school and high school. Fearless Plus is kind of like a virtual resume that motivates and inspires kids to share their stories, hobbies, and experiences. And it's a place where they develop the skills they need to be successful, as well as connecting them with opportunities, mentors, colleges, and employers. And it's fun. I'm excited to have you hear more from DePauli and what she is doing to empower the next generation to succeed. So let's dive in. Welcome to Polly to the show. I am so excited to have you here and to be talking about what you're doing and how you are helping tweens and teens and parents. Um, Before we dive in, I want you to share a little bit about your story, your background, and what led you to do what you're doing today.
1: Well, Cheryl, I'm so excited to speak with you um, and and your audience, so thank you for having me, um, and I'm delighted to uh, to share a little bit about myself and, and what we're doing over at Fearless, but uh, a little about my background. I've spent the last 23 years in executive search and leadership coaching, and what those fancy words really mean is just getting... Um, uh, getting executives into their new jobs, whether it's CEO or COO or anything in the C-suite within the Fortune 500 landscape, I've been able to do that. And it's been such a privilege to help these leaders um, in those positions. And along the way, I've been a leadership coach, um, coaching executives and getting them better. Uh, And when I thought about sort of the, the history of my experience and all these really amazing people that I've met along the way, um, I, I thought about, you know, how can I bottle my experience and bring it to the younger generation? Because that was just something that I was so passionate about. Um, and as you know, I'm I'm also a mom and I'm a mom of a tween. So I think about that all the time, right? I'm thinking about what's next for my 12-year-old. What do I have to worry about? And so my world started colliding and that's why I started Fearless Plus based on that.
0: Wow. He is so cute, by the way, because <laughs> I watched him on Fearless Plus. <laughs> he is my guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's adorable. Thank oh my you. gosh. He's worth checking it out just for so cute. <laughs> and all the other kids that are on there. But yeah, how big of um, uh, an influence was he in doing this?
1: Huge, huge influence. I'll actually tell you a story about like how it, Actually got started, um, and and it's 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 the story that I always tell because it was so impactful to me and my son. Um, so you know, during the pandemic, everybody was home. and uh, you know, I, I got like a bird's eye view of what my son was up to day to day. And he knew what I was up to day to day. So it was like all these, you know, all these worlds that were interacting with one another. Um, and so one day I actually I had a call with Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney. and my son happened to be walking by. And the only reason why I had a call with Bob is, you know, in my day job, that's who I'm interacting with from whether at a board level or, or whatever. So those are some of the, those are the fun days at work. Uh, And so I had a call with Bob and my son's walking by and he heard, that I was going to speak to Bob. And the only reason he knows about who Bob Iger is, no 10-year-old would know that at the time, um, is because he was reading this book about Disney and he had and he had read the name. So he he kind of just connected the dots and he's like, Mom, are you joking? Are you talking to Bob Iger? And so, <laughs> and so I put the call on on pause, uh, and and then I asked Bob, I'm like, Listen, Bob, uh, you know, if you don't mind would you, would you be able to chat with my son? He's a huge fan. Um, he read your book and my son is by no means a genius. Right. But he, the reason why he picked up Bob's book is because it was about Disney. So he thought he was going to be learning about Disney. Um, so it's a very adult book, but he had read it. And so Bob's like uh, super gracious. He's like, of course, I'd love to talk to him. So uh, my son gets on the phone with Bob. They speak for about 10 minutes And it was really an indelible moment for both of them. Um, You know, Bob texted me and he said, Well, I didn't really write my book for a 10 year old, but it was awesome to speak to him. And, you know, I'm so glad that he got something out of it. And my son, there was the same experience. It was this sort of euphoria of like, I can't believe I talked to somebody in that position. It was that moment where I said, There is no reason why it should only be my son to be able to access someone like Bob or, you know, a version of Bob, an industry expert. I said, I have to be able to do more. And so that's where the idea was really born. Um, I felt like just because my son was living in my house and had access, why can't I bring all of this great access that I have to a broader audience?
0: Wow. Thank you for telling that story. I know it is feeling emotional because I talked to so many moms that's kids are really struggling Mm -hmm. and they don't have vision for what their lives can look like. Mm -hmm. And that's getting lost. And especially kids since the pandemic, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's really impacted them and they feel discouraged. They feel like, you know, Is it making any difference what I'm doing? They might not be students, but they're very creative. Mm -hmm. And I love what Fearless is doing because it's really helping kids to hone in on their strengths.
1: Exactly. That's exactly Um, it. Yeah. And And even for the parents out there, right? Like, I mean, parents know what their kids are good at. And we, as parents, should be able to help them play to their strengths, right? And so what schools, you know, God bless the school system. They're doing the best that they can, right? I mean, they've gone through the pandemic. They they have all this curriculum. They're under-resourced. Like, I, I really do feel for them. And then there's, you know, the parents that really are equal amount of anxiety that they have to help their kids to you know be the best that they can be and Cheryl when you and I were younger right like we didn't know what we didn't know in high school we just you know i felt like i just i i didn't know enough i didn't have enough exploration i didn't have enough ideas to say oh wow i think i would want to be a you know a a a chief marketing officer somewhere because I'm creative but I have a business mindset or whatever. And now there's so many new careers with the advent of, you know, AI and all kinds of stuff. Like there were no social media manager roles, you know, before before, you know, uh the invention of the internet or what social media is today. There's so many new careers that have been invented in the last few years that are not traditional. Um, we also know that like 86% of high school grads are pursuing education through alternative means. They might not want to go to a traditional college. So there's so many things that are going on in our environment today and parents are looking for resources to wait to help their kids, but at the same time going back to sort of playing to your strengths. Look, I think skills can be learned, right? You can learn math you can learn how to code through a boot camp. You can learn all of these technical things. But what you don't learn is those that those soft skills, those human skills, how to collaborate, your communication, self-awareness, emotional intelligence. And that's 92% of the job in the real world. 92% of what you do are based on your soft skills. And that's what we want to teach, right? So so fearless, if I can sum up fearless in one sentence, it's LinkedIn meets TikTok meets masterclass for the younger generation.
0: Wow. And we need that so much because as I, I uh, was looking into everything that you're doing, I thought about how it was also so needed because I was telling you before we got on here that my Youngest graduated from college mm-hmm. um, in May, and sh- she needed this because she's pulling from all of her drama that she has done mm-hmm. in her tween years in her high school years. She was a singer, so singing, so she's putting all these videos together. And then she's creating a website because of all of her experience. Then she's got a portfolio and she's trying to figure out how she can show them the portfolio. So mm-hmm. all this stuff and here on your platform, all, all of these great. places where they can mm-hmm. start when they're tweens even adding all the cool things they're doing.
1: That's right.
0: How, tell our listeners about that. It's like a one-stop shop to collect all the different things. That's that right. They, and that they can look at and say, oh, wow, look at all I am doing. You mm-hmm. know, I might stink in math, but look at over here what I've done.
1: That's and right. Yeah. No, and, and that's what our platform really is. And when I said sort of like LinkedIn meets TikTok. What I meant by that was our platform wants to show, you know, a student's profile on Fearless shows a more holistic story. Um, You are more than a number. You are more than a grade. And so what the opportunity students have is to create a three-minute video elevator pitch about their passion, about, you know, what they're interested in. Uh, And it gives someone like myself as an employer a better story and a better narrative of how you're presenting yourself. You know, we, um, we look at employers all the time. So if you look at, you know, Tesla and Google and SpaceX and all these like cool tech companies, um, you know what they're asking for aside from just a resume do you have a personal website? Do you have something <clears throat> that we can look at to assess a little bit more holistically about who you are? And so what our platform does right from the ripe age of like 13, you can start putting all of that stuff. And it almost tells you a little bit of a timeline through photos, videos, you, you know, you as a mom probably went to all of your kid's games or concerts or whatever you have plenty of videos that you can you know send to them and they can upload about their best moments right um and i think a lot of platforms out there for high school students in particular basically stop at high school, whereas we want to grow with them. You take all of this stuff. Your daughter's now trying to pull all of this stuff together, whereas we are that website that she can have as a personalized website and send it and everything is in one place. So, Yeah,
0: I love that. That makes it so doable, too. Yeah. Just easy.
1: Super easy, you know. We're mobile friendly. We have a we have a student on our platform the other day um, just uploaded a forty minute tutorial of his digital music production. Now imagine if you were a music company and you saw this kid. He knows how to code in Python. There's a forty minute tutorial of his, you know, music production, all the awards that he's won, um, all you know, all the great stuff that he's doing, aside from just going to school. Um, he would be picked up immediately <laughs> by anybody. Yeah, it's so cool that you thought about this. Like, I well, yeah, well, that's like, what you know. Yeah. I was thinking, like, what would what would I want, right? Like, nobody knows. So everyone knows, sort of, corporate Dipali, right? Nobody knows that I love Bollywood dance. Nobody, like, you just you present yourself in such like a a one dimensional way on, on LinkedIn or any of these platforms, but no one knows you holistically. And so I said, there's gotta be something and it takes a long time to build your own website. You don't know what to put on there. There's so many things. If you're not creative, you don't, you know, it it could turn out not so great. So we're like, why don't we cut out all of the intimidating factors for everybody? And why don't we create a platform that not only looks good, but that is so easy to use and represents you so well.
0: You also made the comment about being the Tylenol. Can you? you
1: (laughs) Yes. I love that. (laughs) So look, you know, your your audience, uh, you know, moms of tweens and teens, we really want to be the Tylenol to a parent's headache, right? You, I mean, as a mom- I often get headaches about like, Oh my God, what am I going to do with my, you know, 12 year old? How am I going to prepare him? You know, what is he, what's the gap between what he's learning in school and what I need to do? Um, you know, my, my husband's in, in finance. So we try to teach him a little bit of that. We try to teach him, you know, some of the things that, that I know is going to be important in, in the workplace. So, you know, just, all of these things, I, you know, it is a headache. It's a headache for parents to think about. And like they want it, their, their intentions are so good. Um, But, you know, oftentimes there's just a disconnect. And so we want to just alleviate a lot of the stresses that both a, a student has and and a parent as well. I, I think the highest stress time for a parent is when a student is in 10th, 11th grade, and they're freaking out about college. And I'm sure, Cheryl, you can relate to that. It was probably the most brutal experience um, for a lot of parents, right? And so before they even get to that stage, this these tweens, teen moments right now is where parents can be so helpful and get their kids organized, and it's really easy, and it's, you know, it's not as, um, you know, uh, just not, not so late. You know, you don't think you're too late to the game.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. It's really easy. And I also put, it's fun. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm taking some notes as you were saying that it makes it fun. And I do talk to a lot of moms that really it's, it's in the 11th hour when Mm -hmm. their kids are filling out their applications. Some are listening and they're like, my kid isn't. They're not even thinking about, it's not even on their radar and they're a junior. And I am like trying to light a fire underneath their rear end and it's not lighting. And, but here is just such an easy way.
1: That's right. And I mentioned TikTok very specifically because we are realistically in the TikTok generation, right? And so we wanted to implement some of the stuff that these, these kids are used to right? So our secret sauce on our platform is our video workflow. Um, we actually have, have uh, students select the questions they want to answer. They can type out their answer. We teleprompt it to them. So not only do they sound good, they do not they're not fumbling and bumbling around. They sound super confident. And they have this video that's pieced together by us so professionally that they feel so confident putting it on their profile. And it's just, is it's one, two, three. It's so easy. And you can do it on your mobile phone. You can do it on a laptop. You can do it on an iPad, whatever device you're using. It's super easy, super fun. If they can create a TikTok, they can create a profile.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm also thinking this is going to be the wave of the future, I'm sure. I mean, gone are the days when you sent in, you know, it was on paper. That's right. And now, and now you go for a job interview and they don't even, you know, they 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 look at your what you filled out in your email very quickly, your resume. And how do they know who you really are? How do they know your personality?
1: Well, that's why, you know, I, I felt like, you know, some some ownership around this space because I've been a recruiter for 23 years. And I have read over a hundred thousand resumes in my career. And I know all the stats, right? A recruiter takes six seconds to review a resume. So how much am I really learning in six seconds aside from a couple of keywords? And then I make the decision whether or not I want to speak to that person. And so I think the way that companies and recruiters and you know even college admissions officers are going to be changing the way that they look at these applications and these applicants and there is going to be a whole wave of change. Um and I think now is the opportunity for us to think about how you present yourself, right? Like I just told you those employers are looking for more than a resume. Um you know if I see something good on paper sometimes you know Cheryl um it could be, you know, something can be represented great on paper, but then they're not so great in person. And then that's where it all kind of falls apart. We're eliminating that, right? Like I can see the passion in someone when I'm looking at their fearless profile, I can see what they're interested in. And even if they're a little bit shy, I can see their body of work, you know, a little bit more visually for me to know them better. Right. So, you know, I think, you know, I, I kind of have a sort of self-proclaimed, you know, queen of resumes. I just didn't want to see another resume again, quite honestly.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Totally. They all look the same. Yeah. Yeah. Or college applications. You just got to go cross side if you're sitting there to look at all those
1: applications. And how are these students supposed to stand out on a college application? Mm -hmm. How are you standing out from the 11 million applications that are going into US colleges every year? How are students supposed to stand out? So we want to be that additional information line on that college common app where you can actually put your fearless profile because guess what, Cheryl? Uh, 67% of college admissions officers say that social media is fair game when they're assessing an applicant. 67% and it's going to grow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then 72% of employers look at social media before they make the hire. So again, they're looking for red flags and things like that. So we really need to teach our young kids, guys, what you're putting on social media is going to affect you for a very long time. So if we are able to create this sort of central repository of who you are, your personal brand, right? Of That's what I'm teaching at Fearless. You are a brand. And you're going to be a brand as you think about college, as you think about your career. So you need to have a place where you are representing yourself really well.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Using it for good. That's right. Um, Yeah. Have you noticed a difference in the kids that have joined Fearless Plus in just their growth Mm -hmm. and their confidence? absolutely sense of, cause you, I, I was looking at your Instagram, just helping kids think about goals, which gosh, parents have a hard time doing because you know, you're, you're the parent. They, you know, they roll their eyes when they're yeah. teenagers. You say, well, let's set up some goals. Most, most teenagers are like, yeah, okay, whatever, mom. But I don't know if you've thought about it this way, but like, you're that third party influence.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Yeah, and so so going back to my original question, you know, have you seen a difference in the kids that you serve?
1: Huge difference, actually. The modules that we have um, on our platform, uh, where we teach kids about some of these things like setting goals, having a productivity mindset, things like that, we have seen an improvement of fifty to a hundred percent on emotional intelligence and all the things that they've learned just based on our content. And the the confidence building was the number one thing that we saw. Um, the the kids felt 100% more confident before they started with us than right um, or sorry um, uh, after they started with us than when they came into uh, the platform. So the the video piece, us being able to handhold them through that process, they feel very comfortable. They feel very confident. The other thing is as they're building their profile. They actually get to see, like, wow, I've done a lot of good things. Like, it, it they, they, they become more self-confident, right? Um, the reason why, and I know I've, I've thrown a lot of stats out there, but only nine percent of high school students are on LinkedIn, and of those nine percent, those profiles are fairly, I'm going to call them dead profiles, because high school students don't have any work experience. It's too intimidating for them to be on there. Mm -hmm. And so what we're doing is we're creating a sort of a safe space for them to sort of adult. And we are telling them that, look, your babysitting job is actually a reflection of your accountability, your grit, you know, the things that you've done as a young person that matters to me as an employer, right? I want to see these things on a profile because it shows me that you know, you are, you as a young person took accountability and responsibility for something. And so students don't know that that's something great to put on their profile, but they're like, oh, it's just a babysitting job. What does it, what does it matter? It does matter because grit is the number one single attribute that equates to success. And that's what we're trying to tell these kids. Like, what you're doing in, in where you think it may not matter it does matter in real life and um it will matter to your future employers and so that's what's giving them the confidence like oh wow you you think that this stuff that i'm doing matters right like any kid that plays sports we don't ask them like how great are you at the sport are you the captain how many goals whatever what did you learn what did you learn in that sport they learned team collaboration they learned leadership they learned you know how to be competitive they learned how to be a good loser right like how to how to overcome loss those are attributes that 92% that i talked about of how why you get hired that's why you get hired and that's what you're showing on our platform
0: wow a lot of the growth mindset yes Putting in putting in the effort and what that's is right. To learn.
1: that's right. You
0: know, it's interesting because um I don't know if you've ever heard of Michelle Borba. She's written of a book. course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh her her book, Thrivers, and I interviewed her, and she had interviewed thousands of kids. And the research showed that parents tend to focus on the lowest grade that their kids have versus their strengths like we're we get so focused on like how they can be better and what they can do and what they're not doing that they should be doing because we love them yeah want them to be successful because we care but unknowingly we're focusing more on those weaknesses versus their strengths so I love that you're saying that that babysitting you can think well that's not enough so they babysat for the neighbor but Thinking about how that breaks down and all the
1: skills—it's a lot. They—they they could be the world's greatest project managers, right? Because <laughs> <they're> like, <laughs> there's a lot of things that they're managing.
0: Totally. Yeah, you have to you have to uh, multitask when you're That's babysitting. Right. Yeah. So I I love that, and I think it's it's helpful
1: for us as parents to remember too, like absolutely what they're doing. Well, and are. that's the other thing, you know, like I, I was actually thinking about this the other day as a parent, right? Like I don't t- tend to overschedule my son and I do that purposefully because I think the parents, these poor parents are running around to all of these games and, you know, keeping them busy. And I, you know, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of, you know, exercise and, and, and wellness and, and all of that. My, my son plays sports and that, but knowing that my son is not going to be a professional football player. I'm not going to have him kind of, you know, like totally run him down and run myself down with mm-hmm. over scheduling this. I'd rather play to his strengths. He loves to talk. He yeah. loves to, you know, he, he loves to like get all of his buddies together. And so when I was thinking about all these attributes, I'm like, Bro, why don't you just start a podcast? Right? Like you're a huge talker. Like, why don't you start a podcast? And so him and his buddies are putting together a football podcast. Now imagine, right? Like, I want to play to his strengths. So, parents that are out there listening, like, if you know that your child is not going to be a pro athlete, you don't have to over schedule them. Yes, let them have fun, let them have the best time playing whatever sports they're playing, but don't stress them out that like they have to do this or they didn't do the winning goal or what you know whatever it is. Play to their strengths. They're learning something, and and if they say, "Look, I don't want to, I don't want to go into medicine, but I'm super creative," like let them experience how to design logos at a micro internship, and you know take that path. Um, and play to those strengths. If they're not good at science and math, play to the strengths that they are good at, right? And, and they will be much happier, you will be much happier. And you'll probably find a path to success. I'm putting success in quotes here, because it's success is fulfillment on both parts.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that success is fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because I always say put success in quotes, too, because mm-hmm. it's like, what does that mean for you? Yes, that looks different. Yeah. Yeah. So that is so good. So how um, how much do you believe work experience is important for tweens and teens? Because I I hear that a lot, like parents do have a hard time uh, thinking, OK, well, they're students. Maybe they need to focus on that. What do you think? What are what's uh What's been your finding?
1: I think so. Personally, I think work experience is even more valuable than than the academics. And we are now evolving in a state where parents are questioning the ROI on college. Um, they are questioning, you know, what is college going to significantly do for my child? You know, upon graduation. And then there's all of these other resources that young people have from you know massive online courses to boot camps to micro certifications to just employers not requiring college degrees to apply. Let's just stop it right there, right? So um I think what what parents should be focused on is helping their kids figure out like What is the path that you want to explore? And that's where the experience comes in. So that's why our platform, when you build a profile on our platform, we have an opportunities page where you can look at all of these micro internships and really just get a taste of experience. You might be interested in finance. There's a micro internship on finance and micro internship, meaning two to four weeks. See what the world of finance really is. Sit down with a portfolio manager and say, what does your day look like? So on and so forth. So that experience allows them to explore careers and really open up their aperture, but that experience teaches them a lot. So then they are better prepared to say, this is something I like, and this is something that I don't like. So I am over-indexing on experience right now. You'll also see some of these larger companies like IBM has opened up high school internships, so on and so forth. So you're going to see a lot more employers pipeline high school talent via these like smaller experience models.
0: Wow. You've really been thinking like everything that you do like through so strategically, Mm -hmm. because for them to, I mean, you might not even know that IBM is offering that, but Mm -hmm. through your program, Mm -hmm. plus you can see what's really going on. It's an easy way to say, well, I think I think I'd like that, but I'm not quite sure. So I can try it for two to three weeks. That's not That's a right. huge, a huge investment.
1: That's right. That's right. Time. Yeah. That's right. And so we're, we're sort of this digital hub for everything a teen or tween needs. And we try to curate a lot of these things. So even on the experience side, let's say you don't want to go for a micro internship or whatever, we curate volunteer experiences as well. Right. So like volunteer at the Boys and Girls Club or volunteer, you know, in these organizations. Experience doesn't mean you got to have to go, you know, on the job or get a paid or unpaid internship. Experience is also volunteering at this community organization. But, you know, those are also experiences that are so valuable on your profile that looks so good to colleges and employers that like this person went on a journey. Mm -hmm. They went on a journey and they experienced all kinds of things for them to figure out who they are and what they want to do. So don't forget about the volunteer experiences as well. So uh, like I said, I was going back to, we want to be that digital hub. We want to be that digital hub for parents and students. The number one thing that I actually get asked from, or when I ask students like, oh, you know, what are you planning on doing this summer? Aside from maybe the occasional camp or whatever, as, as a teen, like, oh, I want to get a job. So I ask, you know, these students, I'm like, well, how are you going to get a job? Like, what is your, what is the way that you're going to do this? Uh, the number one answer is, my mom. I'm going to ask my mom. <laughs> so again, there we go. We're the Tylenol to a parent's headache because you know, honestly, it's a lot of social capital that parents are burning on their kids, and and I'll explain that. So Cheryl. You if you're if your daughter or son came to you and said, I need help getting a job, you are going to you're you're you are only as good as your immediate network. You might phone a friend and say, Hey, I know you're working at this company. Can you get my kid, you know, some sort of experience if there's anything open, whatever. You're burning your social capital. Now, if your son or daughter doesn't do that well in that job, you kind of put yourself in an awkward situation with your friend. Yeah. And- it's it's something that parents have to really think about um, because everybody wants to do the best and, and, you know, do these favors. But at the end of the day, they're also going out on a limb because, you know, look, as, as any em- employer knows, you know, sometimes things work out and sometimes they don't. And it's the same risk that they're taking at sort of a younger level. So what we're trying to do is we want everything here. So, you know, a parent can check things out. A student can check things out without having the anxiety of like, oh, I have to ask a friend or, you know, whatever it is. So that's what we're trying to solve for.
0: I love that. And a lot of times they will say, I'm going to ask my mom, but then mom tells them what they, where they think they should. Oh, and then they don't listen to you anyway. (laughs) And then
1: it's so frustrating Right. It's like, it's like a setup. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So they'd much rather be. And, and by the way, having them look this up on their own and like find these things like we have stuff from like Epic Games. You can be a video game tester. Like, wow. Mind blown. Right. And so like now a kid feels more confident. I found this myself. I did it myself. So they're learning how to adult. Right. They're, yes. that's what They're doing. And that's what we want them to do. Yes.
0: Can you speak to grit? You mentioned grit. How do you think parents can help their kids develop grit?
1: That is, that is, you know, the single most important question that honestly, that that you've asked, Um, I would say parents, I'm like looking at all the parents out there or whoever's listening, let your kids experience meaning. Let them have that job. Let them work at that store. Let them try that internship. Let them have experiences, you know, like step back a little bit from like helicoptering a little bit and, and let them experience something where they feel independence, where they have to take responsibility and accountability, they will develop grit and the the those success factors within grit will help them continue to do more. Um, so, I, I think my biggest you know advice is if you if you want them to develop grit, let them experience things and and let them do it on their own. Like you can nudge them in a direction and then let them let them try something, let them fail, let them try something and let them succeed. Like let them do it. Just back off a little bit.
0: Yeah. And, tr- and it takes a lot of trust, but to know, even having older kids, they'll make a lot of mistakes. They will, but that's okay because that's exactly, that's how they learn.
1: That's right. That's right. And,
0: I, they, and they get stronger because of that.
1: Exactly. And I think the, the one thing that I've learned that I always tell not only, you know, my team, but like to every parent, right. You know, uh, I think you mentioned this earlier Don't focus on the lowest scores and how to improve that and whatever. The one thing that you should really tell your kids is try this. If you fail, there's nothing that you can't do that I can't come in and help you after the fact, right? So let them know that like they are going to be able to try it and be independent and learn from it but there's nothing that they can do that can mess things up so badly that, that you can't help them recover. So just knowing that you will be there for them when they need you versus like front running them. Right. You don't want to front run them. Um, But just knowing that you will be their support when they, when they do fail, which they will. Yeah. But you will be there for them and that you won't judge them for it. You will just be there for them.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think we have to change our mindset as well, thinking, you know, gosh, they took a risk. They stepped out of their comfort zone. They tried something. Maybe they didn't make the team. Let them be really sad about that. But then at a later time to tell them you're really proud of them that they took, that they stepped out and they tried out. But that's
1: a lot. Because you know what, they'll take that risk again. The last thing you want is for them not to take risk. I think at a young age, the more risks that they can take, the better. Because the last thing you want, so you know, I I have adults now. The, the adults that I coach right now. This is what happens, right? If you don't start this young, like like my son's age, twelve. I have um one of my cousins actually. He's been at the same company since graduation the thought of even pivoting or even interviewing elsewhere is paralyzing for him so paralyzing that like he 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 doesn't know what to do and being in the position that i'm in i know that people are one we're just living longer um, and I don't think anybody of our kids' generations is going to sign up and say, I want to be an accountant for 80 years. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so they're going to experience more career pivots and turns than our generation did and the generation before us, you know, three or four times over. And so... For them to be able to take these risks, it will be a direct correlation of the type of risk they can and cannot take when they're older, right? Now, my cousins into their career, you know, over 20 years has never interviewed at a different place. It's shocking and it's paralyzing for him. And I feel sad because he just, he, he can't, he can't get out of that mindset of like, if I take this risk and I just know that you know, seeing all these young people, you know, the average tenure at a job now is 18 months to three years. And before wow. when, when my clients were saying, Oh, I want to see career longevity. I want to see this. I'm now shaping the mindset of my, of my clients, saying, guys, nobody's staying at the job 10 years. You have to change that mindset about loyalty. You need to hire people that can do the job at the time now. They either grow with the company or they move on. Yeah. But that's how yeah. this new generation is. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah. that's
1: what we have to prepare them for. And I think that's where the disconnect is, Cheryl, in, in schools, right? We are teaching a lot of theory and we're not teaching what's kind of happening right now in the real world. of the jobs have not even been invented yet for the year 2030, 80%. Wow, 80%, wow. There's gonna be drone flight engineers. Like there's gonna be so many new jobs that like these schools don't even remotely know about. So how can they teach our kids to pivot and think creatively and explore if they don't even have access to that type of information. So we want to be that platform, that middle ground, that it's a safe space to explore. It's a safe space to, you know, create your personal brand. It's a safe space for you to experience. So, you know, all of these things as you're going into real life.
0: Ah, so good. Huge book that helped me was, was the mindset. Yeah. Love that. You know, how to embrace that. That mindset and, and everything we do, we learn. You yeah. know, we can that's fall right. on our face. I wouldn't be doing what I was doing if I didn't. That's right. In. And same with you, fall on your face so many times, but oh that's how God. we get up and we learn.
1: That's and right. And
0: same, that's the same with our kids. Yeah. Well, I I know we've uh, there's so much to talk about. I do want the listeners to know, though, that you have a bunch of
1: kids too on your team. Yeah, we do. Our advisory board. Our teens, because how how can we create something for them if they don't have a voice? So our advisory board, our, our our board of advisors hold the role just like a real board member for a year minimum. They commit for a very specific amount of time and they actually get options in our firm. Like you this is a real experience for them. Wow. So awesome. I'm really excited
0: for you because I'm excited for it to come into, you know, the college, the college application process. I'm sure you're really working on that. (laughs) High schools, you know, we need it in the schools. I mean, super. I mean, I just know this thing's just going to blow up. And you've been it's been about a a little over a year, right? That's right.
1: That's right. Yeah. And look, you know, people like you, Cheryl, and your audience, it's going to take a village, right? It's going to take someone to advocate for us, you know, the parents that are going to understand the value of our product and platform and the students. So, you know, we're, um, you know, platforms like yours are are such an amazing resource to get the word out.
0: Yeah, I love it. Well, tell them where they can find you. They can join for free, right? To try mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell them, and I'll of course share all the links. But of course.
1: So um, everyone can go to fearlessplus.com uh, and you can build your profile for free. You'll always have it for free. Um, and just hit join now, build your profile. And then once you build it, you'll be able to see some of the modules that we offer. Uh, we're going to be offering free modules and free webinars. Uh, for students to look into from a career exploration standpoint. And then if they really want to do a deeper dive in some of these modules, they can um, subscribe to that. But um, the most of the resources, because we're a social mission-driven firm, we want to democratize access. That's what we really stand for. Um, so the profiles are going to be free. And so um, they can stay with us as long as they'll have us. <laughs>
0: Wow, super exciting. Well, thank you so much to for coming it. on and for sharing your wisdom and for what you're doing. It's what's you have a little tagline.
1: What's your tagline? Oh, empowering the next generation.
0: Yes, yes, empowering the next generation. That that is your mission and I I love it and I'm super excited.
1: Well, thank you. Appreciate it, Cheryl.
0: Well, that's it for today, friend, and thank you for joining me, and I am doing a special giveaway. You have the opportunity to win a t-shirt and coffee mug from our Moms of Tweens and Teens store, and we just opened it a few weeks ago, and the t-shirts are awesome. You can pick out what sang you want, and it's made out of the softest cotton, they they fit great, and our coffee mugs are adorable, and here's what I'm going to do. for I'm going to be giving away a t-shirt and coffee mug to the first three of you that leave a five-star review and what you appreciate about this podcast and screenshot it. And email it to me at Cheryl, S H E R Y L, at moms of tweens and teens.com. And the first three will win a t shirt and a coffee mug. And then two more will win a coffee mug. And you get to pick out which one you want and your size and everything. So I hope you'll participate. I hope you'll win and uh, send it to me today so you can be one of our winners. So anyway, I appreciate you so much and have a great week and I will see you back here next week.